got a fever, and the only prescription is more. This yo, yo. is the Cigar Authority. It's the biggest helicopter leasing event in the Western Hemisphere since 1997. The Authority. Like Kobayashi. On everything cigar. The cigar takes time. Yeah. That's the whole key. And out of the cigar industry. It's in the hole. With your host. Hey, D-Man. David Garofalo. Wait, who are you? Julius Caesar? Who the hell is Julius Caesar? You know I don't follow the NBA. Mr. Jonathan. I know who I am. I'm a dude. The dude disguised as another dude. Barry Stump. And Chuck Morrison. 60% of the time, it works every time. It's time to light them up. Screw it, let's let them do it. It's time. That's a win-win for me. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have more. Ah! In the hole. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Thursday, December 29th. For the Saturday edition for New Year's Eve. Happy New Year, everybody. Broadcasting live from the Lafleur Dominicana Cigar Studios today. Back at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Excuse my voice. Coming off of a terrible cold. Today, we're going to wrap up the year and look back at what happened in the cigar industry. We're going to bring in the new year and learn about cigars and other parts of the world. Welcome, everybody. To the Cigar Authority. Uh, maybe not. That may be wrong. <laughs> that may be wrong. I'm going with it anyway. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. And yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play or Podbean.com, where you can set it and forget it. And uh, working again for the third week in a row, Facebook Live, checking in. There we go. So we were supposed to have a guest today, Jorge Tapis, and, uh, from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. And he uh, works for the Cigar Journal. And uh, last minute uh, yesterday that he couldn't make it. Flight changed. Uh, something, uh, family issues, mother-in-law yep. issues or whatever. Um, so he couldn't make it. So, But the show must go on, so we're going to do it anyway. And um, we're celebrating. We're going to have to figure out what we're going to do in the next half hour after we get through this wrap-up when we were going to have them because kind of last minute. But uh, we're going to celebrate, that's for sure. So the first thing, let's pass out a uh, cigar. And this cigar is the Perdomo Champagne. What else to do on New Year's Eve show Absolutely. is a little champagne. This is the one. Barry Stein, tell us about the Perdomo Champagne. Well, the Perdomo Champagne is the award-winning and highly acclaimed Perdomo Reserve 10-year anniversary. And like Dave, I'm getting over a cold. Yeah. It's been a guys should stop making out with each other. I know. <clears throat> the cigars are blended using well-aged Cuban seed filler and binded tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family family in the highly fertile regions of Nicaragua. The Perdomo Reserve Champagne has a blend which also features a six-year-old triple-fermented U.S. Connecticut wrapper. It's available in six sizes, and today we are smoking the Robusto, Robusto, which measures 5 by 54 and retails for $7.49. Lots of people ferment their wrappers once. Everybody has to do it at least once. Yes. Some people, they go the extra mile, and they ferment it twice. Yes. But Perdomo, for his champagne series, ferments it three times. Not once, not twice, but three times. Triple fermenting. Now, I, I have a cold to sort throat. Honey. It's been, um, haven't smoked a cigar for a week. And uh, smell this cigar. It is sweet. Clover honey. What a nice smelling cigar. Yeah, I still and it, can't yeah. smell anything. <laughs> it takes me back so much to when I've been to the Perdomo factory this is what it smells like. Hmm. I'll be going in uh, February. 
but this is what it smells like inside the factory. It smells like triple fermented wrapper. Sweet as can be, right? <laughs> this is me. the sweetest tobacco. It reminds me of soy sauce. Yeah? <laughs> you can't smell every, time, I'm every time you open your mouth when it comes to Perdomo, you get yourself in trouble. I don't know if soy sauce <laughs> is an appropriate description for this cigar. I want Chinese food now. This is the fastest moving, highest volume line that they carry, mm. the Perdomo Champagne. I fought for this cigar. His cigars tend to be on the fuller-bodied. He didn't want to make a shade Perdomo, and he made the Perdomo Champagne. This is the one, by the way, that's unique from every other cigar out there also because of the cellophane Correct. that it has on there. It has the yellow cellophane on it. Golden. Even, if, golden. You, even if you like fuller-bodied cigars, I urge you to try the Perdomo Champagne because a lot of flavor, great cigar. This is my favorite Perdomo the cigar. Ash holes, really? The ash holes would all love this cigar because they all lean toward the fuller-bodied spectrum. They would like it, but they would they not would go like to it. this. They would not be a go-to for them, and they're making a big mistake. I'm big telling mistake. you right now. Big mistake. Perdomo Champagne is a reason why it's their biggest seller. Try it. You'll see why. Because it's great. You'll be smoking it say, oh, my God, I get it. I see why everybody buys these. Unbelievable cigar. Let's give it a cut and light and see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar, the official cutting, brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. What a coincidence. <laughs> Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal estimate tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, excellence. Excellence. And, and triple fermenting. Triple fermenting. I mean, anybody can go two times. That's it. Can three? You go, can you go to three times? Do you want to? You've heard of round two. Right. No one ever talks about round three. <laughs> so, nice draw. Nice sweet. Golden raisins. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Golden raisins all day long. You're messing with my train of thought. Golden raisins. He does not going. get the harp. Golden raisins. I get the harp. He nailed it. Barry yeah. gets the Barry Stein. <laughs> Dave gets nothing. No, you get crickets. You producers are all over the place. He well, nailed it. That's the thing that's is if it. you nail it, you get the heart. That's it. Unless you're Barry. Yeah. Golden raisins. I'm going to say a golden raisin. Raisins. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a golden raisin. Raisin toast. That's got to be on our greatest hits. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Bring that back to 2017. That, that would be the hit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, golden raisin jam on a graham cracker. Is what I'm getting on the cold draw. Yeah, yeah, no graham cracker here. You can't taste anything, and all you can think about is Chinese food. So, you're off. Do you do uh, Barry for Christmas Eve? Uh, Christmas Eve, they, um, New Year's Eve, Chinese food? No, no, no. Oh my God, I would have lost a bet on that. What are we using here for a lighter? Oh, there, there you go. go. Better. Thank yeah. you. Sorry. I actually don't have New Year's plans yet this year. What we do here in New England is Chinese food, typically. That's the best. That's actually not true, but that's no. what Dave does. That's what Dave does. No, that is very true. That is very true. I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah it's huge. Yeah. Huge. Huge, Jerry. I'm sure. Yeah. There's some places that won't accept your order for pickup. Can't do it. Impossible. The place near Nashua... Lily, golden, lily, oh, yeah. whatever it is. Okay. <laughs> um, forget it. Oh, and, uh, yeah, yeah, DW. I tried to get it. Nope. I said, I want to place an order for pickup. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no food for you. Nope. There's no way we can do it. 
You, you had a call earlier in the in the in the month. Wow. Yeah, can't get can't. You got to call us get. around Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So we're lighting our cigar today with the Vertigo Cyclone Two, because a lot of people for New Year's Eve you're going to be outside. You're going to you be, be in a place. Cyclone One. No. No. <laughs> you, you're going to be in a place where you need to be able to have a flame that can stand up to the wind. You're going to need a tank to be able to light everybody's cigar because you'll be the only one at the party with a lighter. Yeah. So you need the Cyclone too because it doesn't just have the Vertigo big-ass tank that they have patented. This is the double-wide tank. And then the double-wide adjustment wheel at the bottom, three flames, and you get a double-wall protection at the top, so no matter how long you leave it on, you can still put the lighter back in your pocket and not set yourself on fire. You just like to put the bulbous body in your hand. There we go. Oh, God. Never fails. <laughs> All right, so... She's got two moves. Chinese food and dick and fart jokes about me. <laughs> So I'm looking for the little thing here. We got a bottle of champagne. Why not, right? You got to see how far the cork goes. Bless you. This is no uh, crappy champagne either. This is nice champagne. This is Piagnolet. 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 This is Nut Blanc. Nut Blanc Piagnolet. This came from the- our friends. To, uh, Tony Serino at the APS, APS Distributors. Tony Serino sent it to us and said, uh, have a smoking holiday. Uh, Happy New Year. This awesome. is not Christmas. This is a New Year's gift. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Tony. Make yeah. sure when you take that off, you want to have this end pointed at your face. <laughs> is that it? That's, yeah. You want to make sure it's pointed directly at you and I would be good? Don't even hit the camera. <laughs> no. No, because I could picture you Dude. hitting the camera. He's aiming. There it is. Jesus. <laughs> There's all my show notes. This you, is going to be very interesting. No. You suck at this game. Wow. Totally drenched. That fired off like let a me, uh Let me give you a move for next time. Mr. J, handle this. No way. <laughs> this makes it a party. No one's injured. <laughs> He pilot. almost took out my friend John. <laughs> that could have been a bad ricochet right there. All right. I guess we didn't learn our lessons drinking last week. John uh, Sweeney here is the Grand Poobar of Shed Night. We're, we're being yes, yes. graced with his presence. When's the last Shed Night? I haven't heard of that lately. Uh, well, it's because I forgot about Shed Night last month. I got the email, and then I just forgot to go. But I'm on a double texting program. <laughs> Uh, John and Johnny. Well, I'm trying to make it so we have enough for everybody here. So we have four in our audience and four here. We need eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, poor Barry's not going to get loaded on this show. No, he's not. (laughs) Riveting, riveting radio. Say something. You see, see, I'm (laughs) (laughs) going to watch my poor. All right, that's the end of the bottle. It was enthralling. Oh, my God. It's, I'm so soaking wet here. And <laughs> Thank you very much. Got to see uh, the ash holes this week uh, with Barry on there and everybody waiting so, for somebody to so talk. So every, every New Year's, the toast is like one of the most important things. Oh, okay. So what are we going to toast? I'm horrible at the toast. Oh, I'm pretty good. Yeah, so Jonathan. All, all right. right. May the time that we spend here this afternoon and evening not be subtracted from our lives but be added to it I've never heard that before that's beautiful (laughs) thank you to a better 2017 everybody better 2017 less death perhaps 
We're going to get into that in the next hour. A lot of death. Terrible. Mm. But uh, it's part of life, right? It's part of life. It certainly is. So what, a, what an interesting year in the cigar industry, for sure. A lot of ups and downs. Yes. So I have uh, lots of things that are here. Uh, as it happened, I went on to the CigarAuthority.com, and I went on all the things you wrote. And I kind of made copies of each and everything um, of what was going on. So at the very beginning of the year, in January, uh, the Omnibus, they were saying that maybe we can stop this FDA thing happening because it looks like it was going to happen, and um, this would be our hope. And that hope uh, certainly died. It didn't happen. a false hope. Yep, false hope. There was a lot of them. Mm -hmm. Um, And then price increases. Beginning of the year, we're talking at the beginning of 2016 that we're in, price increases happen. Mm -hmm. So we got price increases from General Cigar, CLE, J.C. Newman, Altadas, Oliva. And then we gave, um, Two Guys Smoke Shop gave the Rep of the Year Award, something we never did before. Will it continue in 2017? I don't know. But last year, um, Roy Kirby from Perdomo Cigars. Coincidence? I think I not. Think not. He's a Northeast uh, rep, and he was by far the best rap that was out there, so Absolutely. it gave us the idea of, you know what, we should say something to him, uh, how good he was. Hmm. And that's some tough competition, too. Yeah. I mean, there's some really sure. strong reps in the New England area. So, also along with that was the hope that the other reps would step up after they saw, oh my God, they give an award and step up. Didn't really happen. <laughs> Didn't, happen. <laughs> Didn't really happen. I think they actually stepped down, to be honest with you. <laughs> Weak year. It was demoralizing. So Barry's saying, is, is this year we're going to do it again? <laughs> Tough. I have, a, uh, I have a nomination that we can discuss off the air. Okay. We'll, we'll discuss off the air. I have a good nomination for you. Uh, Sam Lucia uh, in General Cigar parted ways last yeah. year. Uh, they had um, got together, and then it was a very short-lived uh, maybe one year. Yeah. So with Tarania being sold, he was in limbo. And, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and then Macanudo got a new look. Um, with the fear of FDA, they actually changed after all these years the, the look of Macanudo cigars. And um, that ended up happening along with a lot of other companies that followed suit after. This is a very copycat industry. Once you see somebody do something, I, the previous year it was Avo making changes. The previous year before that, it was Camacho being a major change to it. So then you start seeing the, the big boys starting to go after them. Did you guys notice any change in sales from the uh – from the brand, or not the branding change, but the... Uh... Uh, no, um, not a big thing for, for our store, to be honest with you. Biggest selling cigar in the world, but yeah. not very big for us. And um, there's, you know... Well, I think I know why, by the way. Because I witnessed some magic last week when we did the recording on Thursday night. I came in, you guys were slammed. Yeah. Because it was a Thursday right before Christmas. Yeah. And a customer had walked in. You could tell he was a novice. He didn't smoke a lot. And uh, Dave was picking his brain. Are they for you? Are they for a friend? And it was for colleagues or whatever. And he threw out the name. The customer threw out the name Macanudo. Yeah. And Dave immediately, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not, that's not a cigar. If it's a cigar that someone smokes every single day, this is not the cigar that you give them as a gift. That's right. You can step it up. And some people get nervous when you say, listen, you can step that cigar up. And they immediately think you're going to go from $9 to $12. And you could go... You could go sometimes a little less sure. and be able to get a better quality cigar. I agree. So yeah. that's why he's not poo-pooing a brand. Just yeah. Let me let me show you this. This is going to be something that'll be something Memorable. 
will be special that they may not be buying for themselves. Yeah, yeah. good call. Uh, LaRoar created the Cigar Institute at their factory, which I will be going to visit in a couple of weeks. Awesome. Yeah. Oldest factory in the Dominican Republic. Yeah, I want to go see it. I was invited, so I will attend. And I said, be careful. You invite me, and I'm really going to show up. And no, no, I want you to. And they're going to say when I walk in the door, oh, my God, he really came. He's here. You asked, I'm, I'm showing up. Uh, Christian Aroa's father and brother, Julio and Gusto, uh, launched the JRE Cigar Company. Uh, so they're out there, kind of tough uh, timing, if you ask me, at a, you know, at, at a year that the, um, the industry was in turmoil, and we'll get to a lot of that. The next one started a wave of rumors when we were discussing yep. mergers and acquisitions that happened around the same time. Sure. So when Drew Estate, it was announced that they were going to handle distribution for Debonair Cigars, the question started because Phil is big when it comes to flavors and they have the acid line and is yep. that going to be the tie-in yep. and number one rap producer. is there going to be some sort of buyout what's going on there and so far nothing's happening so far nothing's happening uh i'm going to stand by my uh my thought that something's happening i don't think uh they take on distribution because yeah, they can make a, a couple of bucks. thing they're going to make a couple of bucks that they don't need yeah there's something more going on would be my guess I have been wrong, but it's only December 31st. It hasn't happened yet this year, so why should it? <laughs> no. Um, IPCPR has their first meeting at their new headquarters in D.C. I was lucky enough to be on the board of directors at the time. We had our first meeting there. Um, it's nice that we have presence. The cigar industry has presence in Washington, D.C. New administration yeah. coming in. It may be good. Um, we'll see what ends up happening because mm-hmm. we didn't certainly have a lot of luck last year. Um, the Cigar Authority Cigar of the Year, Recluse Amadeus Habanos. We make that announcement in January. And our new announcement is January 7th, next week. Next yes. week. Yeah. Next Ten days. week. Ten days from now. So uh, we'll actually smoke one of those cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habanos will be the first cigar we smoke. And then we will later in the show announce what the Cigar of the Year is. And um, a great cigar this year. Uh, we sold an awful lot of it. Yeah. And uh, they tell us at Recluse... Dramatic numbers uh, across the board in the country. People are taking notice. I hope we had something to do with it. Well, they put a sticker on every single box that says the cigar of the year. Yeah. So. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> smart. Smart branding. Sure. Uh, Miami Cigar distributes Toscano cigars. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. Uh, I still say Toscano is testing the market themselves. They're bigger than you imagine. They're like... Uh, these companies, the European companies that come in and people say, oh, they're a little small company. They, they're not. They're gigantic. Huge in Europe. And they're bigger than Miami Cigar, so Toscano could be making moves. Not the other way around. I think Toscano's the ah. one that's uh, uh, out there looking at other companies. And, uh, we'll yeah, see here, hold this for a while. We'll see how you do with it. And if you do well with it, we'll just buy you. That's it. <laughs> and if you um, don't do well with it, we'll just buy you. We'll buy somebody else. Um, and the FDA purchase cigar smoking machines. This seemed to be the bell ring that woke everybody mm. up to yep. say the FDA is here to stay, and the the bell has been rung. Yeah, when the pictures down of the, the machines showed up, and they go, oh "My God, this is really this, happening." This is really happening. so many people were in denial before that. That's it. There are people still in denial about it. Yeah. Uh, appropriation subcommittee moves to protect premium cigars. Eh. Swing and a miss again. Swing and a miss. 
um, FDA ruling on cigars frozen briefly after the Obama visit to Cuba. Obama goes to Cuba. The plane lifts up, and a call is made. And I have inside information. The call is made from the airplane and says, I'm going to Rio. Isn't that funny? He was going to Rio, uh, Obama. Don't do anything to cigars until I get back. He had just left Cuba. That's their biggest export. So what are we going to do? And um, they put a freeze on it. Facebook's groups begin shutdown of cig- Facebook. Begin they begin sh- shutting down various cigar groups, including Cigar Cartel. Yeah. Week. Yeah. And what ended up happening? What was a few it? weeks later, they put him back. They said it was a accident of an overzealous employee. And we go, oh, I was, we were on the receiving end of an overzealous uh, employee when they told us we couldn't smoke at Two Guys Smoke Shop. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was the same exact wording. Yeah. Coincidence? I think, I think not. not. There we go. Um, and then becomes um, appropriation subcommittee moves to protect premium cigars. Another failure. And on May 5th, 2016, I'm away. Gianna's graduating college. I go down to South Carolina, and the bomb drops. <laughs> Perfect timing. Uh, press conference and regulation on cigars, and they choose option one. Premium cigars are not exempt. Cigars are not exempt. The worst could happen. The worst things that we thought was going to happen that could possibly happen all happen 100%. But, by the way, we told you back in uh, yep. January when we bought the machines that this was going to happen. Right. Um, <clears throat> and then Villiga opens up North American headquarters. Villiga, another one to watch for. Okay, so that was about a year ago. Villiga opens a North American headquarters. So these European companies, they come in, they're not messing around. Serious stuff is going on. Jay Cortez buys Oliva Cigars. Big Ooh, another big, big one. Move. Jay Cortez, a name nobody really knew in the States. Yeah, I don't know why. You know, all you got to do is look and see how big these guys are. Yeah. Royal Agio re-enters into the premium cigar market with Balmoral, an old brand that they had, that failed, and they come back in. One, Villiga, Jay Cortez, Royal Agio, boom, boom, boom at the same time. Ah, is anything going on here? You know, we're waving the flag and telling you yeah. in advance this is what's <laughs> happening. In the meantime, people are saying you guys are out of your mind. Nope. FDA announces user fees. Mm. Oh, this thing's really going to happen. They're going to start charging people. AKA everyone, double taxation. Yep. Now people are starting to understand, and everyone starts announcing new brand sizes, packaging changes, and companies. Everybody starts right then. They see the Europeans come in. They see that um, the user fees, the machines are out there. Everything that has has, uh, got to uh, try to stop it is not doing it. And we're in June, and people are believing it's in June. And it's really going to end up happening. I'm on the board of, of IPCPR at that time. I'm screaming. We've got to file a lawsuit. We've got to do something. We're going to show up at the trade show. Please, let's everybody get together. Supposedly, stuff's happening in the background. I'm losing my mind because we're six months in, mm. and nothing ends up happening. Finally, a lawsuit is filed, and to my happiness, the IPCPR, the CAA, and the CRA, all three organizations together, get together, and they file it jointly. With, with uh, unity, there is strength. Yeah. There's some power. So maybe we have something here. Any update on that lawsuit, by the way? Um, it is set for February? No, I believe it's set for uh, just after the trade show this year. 
Um, trade show is going to be in July, so I believe it's going to be in the beginning of August. Okay. It's a lawsuit. All right. Mm. Um, IPCP, IPCPR convention in Las Vegas happens. There's more cigar brands announced and shown than ever in all my 32 years in the cigar business combined. There's everybody is coming out with something uh, to make the date before the August 8th date, which means it has to come off the market, but still not taking away the date from 2007 that says now you've got two years to be on it. A whole bunch of stuff comes out to say, well, at least we can be out there for two years. Yeah. Very it, much. Or you, with the hope of the predicate date changing, they have all these brands if it becomes August 8th. Hope and change. If hope. you transplant a blueberry bush, just as an example, and you move it, yeah. the next time that it blooms, it goes into freakout mode. And if you don't pick off every single flower and if you let it go to, to blueberry, you will have the biggest blueberries that you ever had in your entire life. And the plant will die. And that's what the cigar industry had happen. The thing bloomed and blew up. I see and all these brands are out there and they're ready for the market and they're going to go unless that date from 2007 cha- doesn't change. And then they're if, all dead. if it doesn't change, they're dead. They're dead. So uh, we're at the trade show, uh, very honored by uh, the CRA um, giving the Cigar Authority the Defense of Liberty Award for us going on here. And we know we get lots of bad email when we get into politics, cigar politics in the show. They want more jokes and they want more cigar ratings and things like that. But we we sprinkle this in because we need to. So we get it in there. And uh, with that, they say, we tell you to join the CRA. They get more people joining the CRA because of our broadcasting and more people understanding what's going on. Because we're telling the truth. So we're telling you what's going on. I know it's a bad thing to say the end is near and all that stuff that we get into. But uh, so they give us an award for it anyway. I would like the award if we ended up solving a problem right. instead of telling people there is a problem, but we'll take it. Um, movie industry uh, sues over smoking in the movies. The industry doesn't want uh, people smoking in any movies. And well, if it has less than an R rating. Which, yeah. which I found funny because the guy takes his young, pers- young kid to see Iron Man 3, full yeah. of violence. Yeah. And the one thing that bothers him more than anything was somebody smoking a cigar. Right. <laughs> That's <laughs> the problem. Good point, Barry. Yeah. You're bringing a 12-year-old to a violent movie. Cigars shouldn't be a concern. There we go. And uh, Cigar Rights of America announced the stamp program. I put this here because have you seen it I yet? haven't seen it yet. I've seen a workup of the art. Yeah. It was done for Manny Arati, and it's gorgeous. Hmm. But I've yet to see it applied to any box. Because this was July, and... Lots of cigars came out. Lots and lots mm-hmm. of cigars. And I have not seen a stamp yet, which is they're all getting together and then using that money as it goes on. It's, um, you know, yeah. you didn't hear it went away that they stopped nope, it or anything, said right? Anything that is so it's still stopped. going as far as we know. Um, August, contenders for the Cigar of the Year is announced early. Uh, due to the August 7th date, we actually had to have the contenders for the Cigar of the Year early. That's why we did the show of could, could have been contenders, because more, so many more things came out. I was expecting all these things that came out were going to be horrible, because they were just banging them out. Yeah. There were so many. Rushed. You know, these things are just, they're putting bands on anything, and it, it doesn't really matter. And then we got to try it, and 
ordered some of them after trying them, and uh, they were pretty good. <laughs> well, Very good. I think the ones that we ended up going with were ones that were coming out anyways. Maybe. Mm. So then it happens. August 8th, the FDA takes effect. August 8th, 2016. Um, and with that came immediate U.S. Customs and Border Protection. Um, lots of problems, including cutting my cigars in half. Oh, God. They actually sawed them in half. I think I'm more pissed about that than you are. Oh, my like, God. Like, that just boils my blood. That is a statistical improbability, Charles. <laughs> He, he lost sleep for a week. It's robbery. They robbed him. They literally robbed you. And to <laughs> it charged day, you probably. Let me give you an update. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing, yeah. Nothing. <laughs> I have not got the call back. Nobody uh, returned a call, an email, a letter. I did everything. Like, I what could. if you were a startup? You'd be out of, they, they would have put you out of business. I know. It's crazy. And, and nothing. No apology. No, let's look into <sighs> this. They didn't even put me off. They just did not respond. No response. Do-do-do, the number you've dialed. No, nothing at all. So uh, what do you do with that? He thinks about it every now and then. He gets do. angry. Bangs his fist I on the do. desk. As I was putting the stool, I go, what? what was that? <laughs> oh, my God, that was freaking August. Uh, and that was right off the bat. And then, you know, I heard it from other people that these type of things happen. And uh, things were at the border, and they were holding back. And it was a complete disaster. They didn't know what to do. That's rubbish. And listen, we're, we're in the middle of it right now. Then as the next step happens in January 1st, they're not going to know what to do. And then it happens again in February. They don't know what to do. And we're going to see it keep, 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 keep getting messed up. Um, delays. Uh, yeah. Delays of shipments. Uh, court rules against uh, FDA on packaging change restrictions. So that was a good one. Small victory, but yeah. a victory nonetheless. That, we weren't going to change, be able to change our packaging, so everybody, whatever you exactly had, that was going to be it. So th- this, to the happiness of the printers, designers, and everything, because at that point, everybody, including myself, boom, go to the designers, go to the printers, let's start working on, because at that point, I'd be looking at certain things and saying, I wish I could have done this and this and this, and then all of a sudden, this comes out, and you say, oh, my God, I got a yeah. second chance. And before they change their mind again, let's do this. Well, you could have possibly made the argument that by having to apply a sticker that has a Surgeon General warning on it, that you are, in effect, changing packaging. That, that was my go-to. That was my go-to. Right. going to be there. Now I'm actually planning the sticker already. You know, the sticker is going to be a third of the face of the front in another section of it. So as we're redesigning... If you've got, you got to do it a year from now, you might as well mm. start yeah. working on that Can now. we get other stickers to put over that in case it go, gets overturned and we don't have to put the warnings on them? I suppose, but that's not going to happen. These things are happening, man. You know, I, I, I have a lot of hope that some things are going to go away because of the, the change uh, that happened in the government, but um, I think warning labels is not going to be one of them. Maybe it doesn't get as, as bad. Uh, I would say it falls under overregulation. That's just me. Warning labels already exist in the state of California. Yeah, on cigars. Yeah, it was once said. Also, hope, overregulation. Hope is not a plan. That's no. the state is the king of overregulation. I know in other countries it's pretty bad. You know, they they have blackout. You know, totally. Um, you know, what is it like a greenish band with a letter yeah, on? With yeah, letters green on. box. Uh, warning photograph on the box. Yeah, so it, it could get... We touched on that last week with uh, Dave Burke from Cigar yeah. Jukebox. And, and a reminder that this is FDA regulations. This is the beginning of FDA regulations. What we're reading, and as bad as it sounds, is the beginning. Right. And they're saying it. This is just the beginning. 
This is what we think we can do in the upcoming future, but we're going to keep adding on to this and make it like it is elsewhere. You know, so uh, it's, it's far from over, that's for sure. Um, where am I here? I'm in September. Yep. Yeah. Um, FDA begins collecting user fees from the manufacturers. Okay, the eyes opened up at that point. Um, they want the money retroactive from the beginning of the year, and now bills are going to um, people like myself and things like that of user fees of product that was brought in, and um, price increases began. Now they actually saw the things, and we start seeing price increases happening. Also with that became 55 warning labels to retailers. Warning letters. Warning letters, yeah, Um, which were 100% about flavored cigars, which are not controlled by the FDA. They're not controlling flavored cigars, but all their problems to retailers were underage buying flavored cigars. This is what I think with being 100% of it, is this is getting them ready to go after the flavored cigars, part B, because this is going to go on and on, as I say. Um, the, F, um, the Cigar Authority has named the Ambassadors of Cigars of 2016 by Cigar Journal. We were? Another one. I wish someone had told yes, me. Yes, I try to bring <laughs> it up every show. show. Yeah. That um, is a big deal. It was, it was great. Um, and a bill to allow free cigars for troops goes down in flames. This was something I got a lot of bad emails on because I mentioned that we can't give to charity any longer. And people said, yeah, but you can give to the troops. And I said, no, you can't give to the troops. And people saying, you know, what are you doing or whatever? No, we gave a whole bunch. We gave 22,000 cigars to the troop before the date because we knew it was over. And I said it was over, and it's over. And now somebody puts a bill out and says we're going to try to end up turning around. Let me tell you, it's a lot easier to do this stuff before it happens Certainly than is. after it does. Because, boom, shot down, and that's gone just like that. October, um, Obama eases restrictions allowing U.S. citizens to bring cigars um, in from other countries, Cuban cigars, uh, but not allowing retailers to sell them. Um, I'm, we're just off the Christmas season. We were off as retailers. Um, and I, we're, we're, I heard it many times. Oh, I just need to get a lighter and a cutter. I bought him a box of Cubans. My friend's coming back from yeah. um, name, literally name any country. So every single one of those boxes of cigars guys, that were purchased. You guys that directly. Yeah. Directly. Yeah. I heard, it, I heard it over and over again every day for two weeks. And I knew it was coming. And all he did at that point was hurt the brick and mortar brick business. Brick and mortar yeah. business and, and the, the shop owners. And, <clears throat> and the U.S. economy, essentially. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, all, that's all that happened there. It was, it was so ridiculous to do it. It wasn't a step forward. It was a step back for the country. Mm-hmm. What the hell is he doing? What is he thinking? Well, his days are numbered. Um, then the FDA uh, withdraws the final rule regarding the procedures of refusing to attempt pre-market tobacco product submissions. What exactly did that mean, Barry? I don't remember. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Because you wrote it. There's been so much news coming out about the FDA that it's impossible. Oh, that, that's, that, isn't that when they, they pushed it off and said, okay, you're going to get another six months? Oh, like the because of the, because of the, the the paperwork necessary to get it in. Well, they did that too, but no, that's not that. Okay, but I will I, get that information. <clears throat> well, whatever. And the FDA issues warning labels to parent companies of Drew Estate. Here's another 
flavored company that they give them warning, warnings because they're packaging cigarettes to look like cigars. And this is the reason why this whole FDA stuff yep. start, started in the first place. They're not stopping. Uh, I know they're advertisers and everything, but you do the wrong thing, you hurt us all. You hurt us all. It's a cigarette. Call it a cigarette. Don't call it a cigar. You're taking the industry down. You know, it's against the law to have a flavored cigarette, so you call it a cigar and you package it in 20. And well, let, let's look at what happened to the filter, poor, the poor pipe filter. guys. The guy's been po- yeah. smoking a pipe for 50 years, and the cigarette companies package cigarette tobacco, put the word pipe on the front of it. Not one pipe guy ever buys it, but then he gets hit with all the taxation and user fees for the cigarette companies right, following. Right, And uh, so in a nutshell, uh, FDA was the big thing. For 2016, it will be the big thing for 2017 also. Just a heads up. Yeah. A little crystal ball action there, let me tell you. Great. Uh, and mergers and acquisitions, again, this year, you saw a lot of it. Next year, you'll see even more. Yeah, because all, those, all the big players have positioned themselves They're, at this point these, to start the, making moves. Yeah, paperwork hasn't stopped, and deals are being made, and acquisitions are happening, and... Um, Look, you know, people are saying, though, no new brands, right? No new brands. There's so many underground little brands. We had a whole bunch of them, right? Yeah. Um, you're going to see these start, things starting to emerge uh, in 2017. They're going to start coming out, and you'll, you'll see them. So 2017, we're going to see a lot of brands also that made the, made the date, but, you know, five boxes to one retailer, yeah. ten boxes to us, you know, small amounts. <coughs> Earlier this Just, week, we had a conversation with a manufacturer who shall remain nameless, who was saying that they were sitting down with somebody that owns a cigar brand, and it was the hard push to buy this brand, buy this brand. It's predicate dated, buy the brand, buy the brand, for all day. This is, what, this right. is what's happening. Right. Yeah, people that, some people that have them are trying very hard to sell them, sure. and people that don't have a predicate date are trying to buy, but they want to buy cheap, but now isn't the time to buy cheap because they're going to get top dollar right now. If, but if they wait until yeah. the hope goes away, it gets even worse. It's and then if you hold off too long, though, then it's they useless. position, they bought something else, and then they're not even interested. So it's a, it's a, it's a real business game right now, what's playing, who's going to play first, and what's going to happen there. Just to go back briefly, the rule that you uh, alluded to before basically changed the fact that the FDA had no time frame uh, in re- allowing themselves to refuse or accept a submission, the rule required applicants to resubmit <coughs> a rejected, rejected submission rather than just amend the deficiency. Okay. So it was too vague, and they removed it. Yeah. So also, they just like the Obamacare thing when you couldn't get onto the website and, and it kept crashing and <laughs> yep. stuff, that's what's happening to their website. That's why they moved the date. For December 31st, we're supposed to have all the things submitted. Everybody's supposed to have it. They moved it up to June? Yeah, six months. June, yes. Yeah, they moved it up to June. Which we'll get to in cigar Because news. we couldn't get it in. We would type the thing in. It's all set. Let's yeah. send it. Let's get it in there. And it say, this is going to take up to 20 minutes to load. <laughs> After 20 minutes, it just keeps going. It keeps going. What a nice show. The next thing you know, eight hours have gone by. It still hasn't gone. You don't know whether to leave. It's time to go home, or what do you do? And you know Dave didn't do anything else except for stare at the screen. Yeah. <laughs> for the eight hours. I'm watching Just this looking thing. at it. And did it no go? one touch it. No one touch no, it. No, you can't. You can't even touch the computer. Don't, don't, you don't touch wanna... the mouse. Yeah. Don't yeah. move. Do not move. Do, do not, not check out. your email. Do not touch anything on this computer at all. Leave it alone. Yeah, leave the screen eight hours is. go. The thing, blump, nope, didn't go in. 
All right, let's try this again. Uh, oh, it'll take 20 minutes. Here we go. Nothing. Could not load the thing. So in the, time, in the meantime, time is ticking. And as retailers, we're kind of busy. <laughs> yes. It's only Christmas. Yeah. Uh, and this, these are the things we're up for. And then all of a sudden they said, okay, we're going to give you another six months. That means enough people were complaining and saying, hey, we can't do this thing. And I got things to do. We're going on vacation. Some of yeah. the, the manufacturers are shutting down and things like that. You're talking about uh, companies out of the country, companies sitting there watching their computers, and it just shows on, uh, how unprepared they are for all this. You know, they just they just ready, fire, aim. Yeah, and they gave themselves two years to get ready right. before they said, "This is what you guys got to do." And then when they told us what we have to do, you you guys have five months to do it. We took two years to get to this point. You got exactly. five months. So in the five months, we did everything we had to do including make new brands and everything else oh, yeah. that we did, and then load the thing in, and the computer couldn't even load the, load the product. It's a disgrace. It is. So that was, that was 2016. Amen. Cheers to 2017. Cheers. What do you think of the uh, champagne itself? Fantastic. Drank it all. It's good, right? It's bubbly. Just the good stuff. I like the, I like the effervescent quality. It cleanses the palate it as does. it bubbles away. I like champagne. You know, people look at a champagne as a... As a, a girly drink? Girly. You got to be or, careful with it, though, man. It packs a hangover yeah. if you drink too much. I don't say drink a bottle of it and stuff, but champagne's How good. much do you drink when you sit down and have a... A glass or two. No, and what do you do with the rest of the wine? No, this, I don't drink it by myself. Do you open a bottle of champagne <laughs> by yourself? Please don't. Wait, that's not normal? That. No. <laughs> that's mo- something you should never do alone, is drink champagne, no. right? A mimosa <laughs> champagne and orange sad. juice, right? That's right. It's, it's sad. I don't understand why it's sad. A beer, maybe. Like you should Hang never... on a second. Do you eat pasta by yourself? Yes. With red sauce? Yes. Sure. Is there a better compliment to that than a glass of red wine? No. Well played. Now, you've got a bottle that you just opened. I it's think only you, can four... have a gla- you can have a glass of red wine by yourself. It's only four glasses mm-hmm. in the bottle, and you're eating your pasta, and you're drinking the wine, and you have maybe a little wine while it's cooking. Yeah. You have a wine during it. Yeah. You have a wine after. Yeah. Then there's only one glass left. You're going to let it go to waste? There's a word for this. So what are you saying? You, <laughs> you drink the last glass. This word and what is does that have wino. to do with champagne? Why can't it apply <laughs> to champagne? Now, champagne would be more like a cheese and crackers kind of thing. So you have a glass while you're cutting up the cheese, and then you have a glass while you're eating the cheese, then you have a glass after. I, uh, there's only one left. Chuck. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it is not debonair. It's definitely not To drink debonair. a bottle of champagne by yourself. No, Why is champagne never. separate from wine? Because it's sad. Is it this the versus segment? Is champagne sad... is not like a it's, – it's, it's an occasional drink. Like, it's celebratory. So it's, it's New Year's Eve. It's births of babies. It's You just had a good bowel movement. That's not a reason to celebrate? <laughs> no. yes, After it it's is. been three but days? I don't know if you have to have champagne, but yes. You celebrate in your way, and I'll celebrate in mine. How about the cigar guys? The cigar go, is, is complimentary it is with champagne. Correct. Yeah, it is. It's fantastic. Yeah, very, very subtle spice note on... This is not mild. It's not a mild no. cigar. Yeah. I would put it at mild plus to medium. There's a little subtle pepper and spice to it, and that is a nice complimentary uh, thing to have with the champagne. You know what goes unbelievable with a Perdomo champagne? is a Hendrix gin and tonic with a little crushed black pepper in it and a, and a cucumber muddled at the bottom. Unbelievable with a champagne. Muddled cucumber. Yeah. Crushed pepper. Because uh, Hendrix gin is a cucumber-based I gin. I don't like gin. You just, because you haven't had Hendrix. Yeah. Whole different ball game. You haven't had Hendrix. Okay, let's take a break. And uh, 
Where's my notes here? They're all wet. <laughs> when we come back, George Tapas will not be with us. Yes, he will not. <laughs> They're all We're going to find out uh, our, our favorite people that died. Is yes. that a way to word it? I don't know. Favorite we're gonna people. But we're going to look at uh, dead people. The, lo- <laughs> <laughs> the lost loves of That's 2016. Geez. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Cigar Authority in the United Cigar Radio Network. You know, some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Attic Out. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. It's not your grandfather's cigar. Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand, Kristoff, was pissed off, I was surprised. Kristoff cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Kristoff is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet. But then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes. Four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. 
Padrón delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padrón recipe was born. The Padrón mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. Hi, this is Nick Perdomo. Hi, this is Nicholas Perdomo Jr. From Perdomo Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we are celebrating with Perdomo Cigars. We're drinking champagne. We're smoking Perdomo champagne. And uh, celebration. The year is over. It was the a only, rough year. The only thing I object to is that I, I have to drink with the two of you, Jamokes. As opposed rather, to drinking I'd champagne I'd rather alone. be in by myself. The way you are. Doesn't surprise me. Not at all. Not at all. So, rough year. The big names, David Bowie, Glenn Fry, Maurice White from Earth, Wind, and Fire. You got uh, um, lots of famous people, but we have some less famous people, but you're going to know who they are. They passed away this year. Do you know who Pat Harrington Jr. is? Schneider. Schneider. That's right. Schneider passed away this year. You have uh, Abe Vigoda. Fish. Abe Vigoda Fish, he was in The Godfather. He was in the death pool for probably 25, 30 years. And I think he was the first died one. numerous times before he actually yes, died. Yes, he did. Finally, I think he was the 94. first one in the death pool. 94 years old. He was old back then. He was. <laughs> How is he not like 150, but he was I mean, only 94? He, he had a face <laughs> like a catcher's mitt in the 70s. Joe, <laughs> Joe Akalasi, A-L-A-S-K-E-Y. He's a voice actor for Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Sylvester, oh. Tweety Bird. Uh, Oliver mentioned him on the uh, Ashes. On the yesterday. Ashes, yeah. He passed away. Um, and uh, Rob Ford, politician. Do you know who Rob Ford was? Our friends in Canada know exactly who he is. He is the crack smoking mayor of Toronto, Canada. Oh. And, uh, uh, yes. Everybody had yeah. him figured, right? <laughs> uh, died at 46 years old. He, he thought Big smoking surprise. crack was uh, enlightening. Oh, yeah. You know, it's not. Messing with my uh, managerial issues here. Um, Gary Shandling. Yeah. Gary Shandling, uh, great comedian. Uh, Larry Sanders show, loved it. Yeah. Uh, is gone, along with Patty Duke. <clears throat> Young, you're old enough to remember Patty yeah, Duke? The Patty, Patty Duke, Duke show. show. Yep. And, um, Isn't she oh, Daisy Duke's mother? No. <laughs> Just checking. And um, William Shallert, he's an actor, and he was the father on Patty Duke. Oh. And he died at 93. Patty Duke died at, uh, what was she, um, 69. Giggity. 69. Um, the uh, mother, uh, Marie, from Everybody Loves Raymond. Yep. She's gone. What about Robert Hulsman? Robert Hulsman. Who is he? He was an important part of my youth growing up. If it wasn't for him, we would not be playing flip cup or beer pong. Oh, he's oh. the guy with the um, red solo cup. Red, the solo, red solo, solo cup. He has invented the red solo cup, and he is gone. Sad, but he invented it. He was only a worker there. He was a worker for the company, but invented it. No kidding. Yeah, and it, it took off. And uh, who knows what he got? We lost the king, Muhammad Ali, uh, Gordy Howell. Um, we lost a um, a circus performer, Mitchu 
Mazaros. Oh, that was the, the little person. The little person. The Alf. <laughs> he was Alf in the costume Alf. Get out of oh, here. No kidding. Gone. I, that was a great I show. I just downloaded the first season of Alf, and I've been watching it. There we go. Uh, <laughs> there was a real person in there. Yes. I, I didn't realize that. that. Yeah. Another no. little person that died was the guy that was inside the R2-D2. Yes. Yep. Whose name escapes me. Kenny Baker. Kenny, Kenny Baker. Baker. Why do you know that? Uh, <laughs> Ann Gilbert is uh, Mary Helper in the Dick Van Dyke show. And um, little known fact, Dick Van Dyke wasn't his real name. Correct. Correct. We learned that on um, That Classic. was one of the asylums. Was it asylum? Penis yes. Van Lesbian. That's right. That's right. Yes. Penis Van Lesbian. Does Dick Van Dyke count as an oxymoron? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <clears throat> Jesus. People think that was his name. It wasn't. He went with it because it was uncomfortable seeing penis feel. I'll make people more uncomfortable. We also lost a prince and a queen this year. Yes, we did. Anything? It's just not acceptable. Prince and George Michael. It's not acceptable. It's not prince, how you talk. King, queen. A princess. Tell him, Chuck. Princess. It's not very debonair. It's definitely not debonair. That's why I'm remaining silent. Ricky Martin, entertainment, ent- entertainer, son of Dean Martin. Ricky Martin? Yeah. Passed away? Not Passed living away. La Vida Loca of Ricky Martin. I Different. don't know. Different. Different. Okay. Um, Janine Martin, who is Dean Martin's wife. Okay. She dies, the wife and the son. A lot of uh, son. A lot of parents. Parents and, and son. Back, yeah. back to and back. Kids. Same month. Gene Wilder. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Arnold Palmer. Yep. A lot of celebrities. Yeah. Ice tea and lemonade, right? See, now I'm wondering, I'm wondering with his death if there's any kind of lawsuit going on with the drink. Because since he died, there used to be, you know, the drink used to be all over the supermarket. Can't find it in the supermarket. Can't find it in Arnold Palmer? Can't find it. Can't find it in the drink mix. Can't Doesn't find stop it me from making Arnold Palmer's. Right. You can make your own, but I don't so think you can So I buy wonder it if made. there's some kind of trademarked issue since he died. I wonder. That you can't buy it called Arnold Palmer. Wow. Going to look into that. We'll report that next week on the show. There you go. <laughs> I'm going to go with we're not reporting that. <laughs> Someone will forget that little fun fact in 10 days. Carlos Fuente leaves our industry. Yep. Um, Kevin Meany. Do you know the uh, comedian Kevin Meany? He was Uncle Buck on the TV show. He was also a big Boston comedian with big pants people. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He passes away. He was funny. Uh, Janet Reno. Yeah. I think uh, Mr. Jonathan was hot on her. (laughs) Janet Reno. (laughs) Big. Big. Florence Henderson. Everybody's mom. Everybody's mom. from Cal uh, Brady. Now yep. you're talking. Yeah, you liked her? Not as much as Alice, but... Fidel Castro. <laughs> I thought you liked Sam the Butcher. Did you like Sam the Butcher? I, I figured that's more your yeah. speed. Everyone knows I'm into old ladies. I figured you'd want his meat. Betty White. Um, Jim Delegati. Another big loss. Jim Delegati. McDonald's franchisee who oh. created the Big Mac. I have never had a Big Mac in my life. I don't no. believe it. I don't, buy I don't it. believe that for one second. Call nope. BS. He always I, has two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there it is. I didn't like ketchup until like three years ago, so I would never have a Big Mac because there was ketchup on But there's ketchup on a hamburger. I don't get McDonald's hamburgers. I usually do the chicken sandwich. Are you from Earth? And I hate pickles on my, on my burgers. Really? You have a, how he about likes on pickles. Jerry, he likes pickles on other things. On the chicken sandwich? Chicken, chicken sandwich, sandwich and pickles? I'm thinking you need to tell no, us no you're pickles. a Jets fan. What the heck's going on over there? What's that um, chain that um, 
The chick, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A has pickles on it. Well, yeah, that's their it. spicy chicken sandwich is the best. Chick-fil-A. Yes. It has pickles. Never noticed it. Really? Ooh. As long as you don't notice it's okay. He's too busy yes. licking the special sauce off his hands. John Glenn. <laughs> Fabulous. Send a John Glenn, the astronaut. Gone. First man to uh, orbit. Okay. okay. Uh, trick with your question here. Uh, who, what was the name of the pig on Green Acres? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. That would be wrong. Jaja Gabor? It would be Ava Gabor. Oh, Ava Gabor. Oh. Too soon? Jaja's sister. Oh. Gordy Tap. Gordy Tap. Speaking of tap, can we tap out of this segment and do the matchup of the week? I tell you, it's my favorite thing with the Oscars and the Academy looking at who died. To me, that's the best part of any of the award shows. Yes. It's going to be long. It's going to be long this year. This was a bad year. I don't get people. Hemming and whoring over a person dying, their body of work remains, so you can visit them anytime you want. And I'll just leave it at that. I won't get too political. All right, we're going to have to save the matchup of the week till when we return because it's time to go to break. And uh, we're going to have a little halftime treat, a second cigar. And uh, I was all set for the second cigar. I was going to blind test our our, Our uh, guest. Our guest. George. And uh, is it George or Jorge? Jorge. Uh, I would say George, because we're not Hispanic. Well, every time I read George to pay, I kept thinking of George to cut. Okay. Maybe they were related. I don't know. He's going to come by to visit maybe tomorrow. But they late and a dollar show. That's it. So uh, I'm going to find out uh, more about him anyway. I have a lot of questions for him. You know, he's, he, if he comes up, he's going to say, what's all the questions? I, I got a half hour's worth of questions here. <laughs> we're I'm doing this them. interview, buddy. Yeah, that's it. I'm doing it. <laughs> Uh, we're going to get to that and a lot more. So stick around, everybody. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And when you light up your Perdomo Champagne 10th anniversary, always remember to you gotta keep do the it lid this week. You got to do it out of your mouth. I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. No, no, love. It's called Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal is that it's all about cigars and none of the nonsense that you see in other magazines. It has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. You're going to be impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, great editorials, and it's strictly for the cigar enthusiast or, get this, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. Why was the Sereno Cigar Company named Best Debut Company by many media outlets this year at the IPCPR trade show? Because they prioritize quality over quantity from farms to factory their post-rolling aging process. A cigar is only as good as the time and passion put into it. A process that 20-year-old industry veteran Anthony Serino knows too well. All Serino cigars are rolled using the finest hand-selected tobaccos from Esteli and Jalapa Valleys in Nicaragua. All of these fine tobaccos are blended by world-renowned cigar master blender Omar Gonzalez Amen out of the esteemed boutique La Corona Factory. Sereno Royale comes in four different blends, Connecticut, Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. Each blend contains five and a half year age fillers 
that were artfully crafted in 2014, allowing over two years of post-roll aging. These majestic cigars truly are aged to perfection. Get your Sereno Royales today at Two Guys Smoke Shop or go online at twoguyscigars.com. Savor this moment, the sparks of conversation, the anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this, a cigar that makes this moment classic. The Avo Classic. Savor a composition of handcrafted Dominican leaf, graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco. Richly complex, yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos, jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesian and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete AVO line at AVO.com. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers, aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars as Rafael Nodel has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Raphael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera. It will have you calling for an encore. This the crowd is standing on his feet here at Augusta. Is the Cigar Authority. What are your badges? The Authority. We ain't got no badges. On everything cigar. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. With your host. Ho, ho, slow down there, speed racer. David Garofalo. Put that coffee down. Coffee's the closes only. Mr. Jonathan. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Barry Stump. That guy in a little coat. That guy in a little coat. Don't. <laughs> and Chuck. Morrison. I went to Magic Camp. I'm an accomplished ventriloquist. Oh, I am a seventh degree imperial yo-yo master. It's time to light them up. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. It's time. I would rather you just said thank you. For the Cigar Authority. Yeah! And we are back with our number two, the last hour of the Cigar Authority. This year, broadcasting live from the Full Dominicana Cigar Studios today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. What's up in the cigar industry, and what's it look like going forward? That and gentlemen, Chuck Morrison. Welcome back, everybody, 
to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us. There we go. Simply find us on iTunes. YouTube, Google Play, or Podbean.com, where you can set it and forget it. Yeah, I think he was covering up on Barry choking over there. Yeah. You right he's, there? Uh, suffering. Yeah. He's suffering. But he's getting through it. Uh, this will make you feel better, Barry. Yeah, this will just uh, make me flemmier. Yeah, this is a halftime treat. And this is from uh, one of our friends. Sent this this is from Michael Howe, who also gave us the, uh, the Christmas ornaments in the shape of cigars. Michael sent us... Kilwin's Fudge, and this is a fudge company in Wisconsin, oh, Michigan, Yep, from Michigan, from 1947, they've been doing it by hand all these years, sweet in every sense since 1947. I want to know, I want to know which one of you two got into the fudge already. Nobody. I just broke the seal. If anybody's... That doesn't look like... A, that, that doesn't look like the seal has just been broken. I just it looks did like it. someone cut it in half. Did not. And then put scotch tape... Scotch tape over the thing to make it look like... I think Michael Howe might have... Uh, creamy. Michael Howe has to send us a message to let us know if it was a full brick or a half a brick. Because that's an awful big box for a little piece of fudge there. Just say thank you. Thank you. Thank Here you. we go. Thank you, Chubno. There's no broccoli in it. No. <laughs> you like fudge? Nah, I'm okay with fudge. You a fudge guy, Dave? <laughs> no, not, not big, but this is good. Peanut Usually butter. I like peanut butter fudge. Usually it's too sweet, but it's not bad. It's not. Kilwins. Very creamy. Very creamy. Yeah, packed fudge. This is our audience. If he doesn't say it, you're yeah. going to say it. That's right. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. We pass All this low-hanging fruit. Stand up here. Pass it around. Pass it around, please. All right. Pass that knife around. Give it to our audience. That's some good stuff. So I have a cigar here, and I can't tell the audience. They wanted to grab one and uh, smoke it along with us. I was tempted to uh, trim this off. This was for our guest, mm. Jorge. Because he's a blind taster, so I said, let's get into this and do some blind tasting uh, with all of us. Uh, obviously not me, because I know what it is. It looks to me like you reached out to one of our advertisers and had them send you I a did not. special size of something. I did not. From the outside. Because you're saying it doesn't look like something we carry. <coughs> I'm saying it looks like something that we carry in a size that we don't have. Really? No. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Well, I will say that is correct that we do not have this cigar for sale in this building. That's I, all I'll it, say to it. It's interesting that you worded it that way. This building cigar. So in this building. A, what would you say? It's a Corona? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, definitely a Corona. Feels like a 5 by 46 5 and a half by 46 a little twist on the end. I don't have a lot of information mm-hmm. on it. I should have got more prepared for it, but I will divulge at the end of this what this is. But you can give it a cut and light and see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. 
Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Tastes like fudge. (laughs) (laughs) Got an earthy. A little bit of coffee. A little earthy component there on the cold draw. Yeah, right. Let's see what it's all about. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Cyclone 2. Two. It's $14.99. It features the patented double-wide Vertigo big-ass tank. An easy adjustment wheel at the bottom, and when I tell you easy, it's the size of the tank at the bottom. Three jets and double-wall protection at the top, so no matter how long you toast your cigar, the top's not going to be so hot you can't put it in your pocket. Vertigo Cyclone 2, $14.99. These were in a lot of stockings this year at Christmas. It's an absolute must. Listen, you're a cigar smoker and you already have a lighter. You still need this lighter because when the other lighter fails, you're going to need something that's going to be rock solid. Not if. When the other lighter fails, you can go to this. You know, you're just going to have to ghost the other lighter and then. Yeah, we know how to fix it anyway. I had the worst thing happen the other day. Driving to work, have a cigar, looking forward to light it up. Every single lighter in my car, all six of them were empty. I've been there. There is a trick to that. I'm holding them upside down, shaking them, rotating them, getting a split second of flame, but not enough to light the Here's the trick. Torture. There's two things that have to be done. Three things. The temperature of the lighter needs to go up. Mm-hmm. There's a certain part of your body that is exponentially warmer that's where I put than the them other all. parts. So that's you tuck it all. under your armpit. No, that's not where I put it. Oh. I know where you put it. <laughs> Sick bastard. Jesus. You get the lighter to warm up. Then you vigorously shake it. And you turn the adjustment up as high as it goes, and you will get enough juice out of that lighter almost every time, unless you've done this a couple of times, mm. to be able to light your cigar. I've, no. I've gone into panic mode, and I get a lot of lighters in the console. <laughs> like, and no, I've gone into panic no. mode. He doesn't have it's a single can of butane in his car, but he has 30 lighters in there. I stopped doing that when I lived in Miami. The can exploded. Yeah. Oh, God. So you don't I live stopped, in Miami anymore. Yeah, well, I stopped putting cans of gas Spend in Spend the car. five bucks. Giggity. Put it in the <laughs> That was good. Put it yeah. in the car. <laughs> there we go. Um, okay, so... Don't uh, make me laugh. One little note I have here is uh, what will the cigar industry look like a year from now? And I'm sad to say, not very good. Not very good. Uh, unless something changes, there is not very good. There, it's it's going to be showtime at that point. It's going to be think, re- retailers backing out of product and stuff. Yeah, if, you were, be, if you were the Vegas book, what would you put the odds at something happening to help us? We have, we have a chance because of the administration is changing. And the administration said before, during, and after they won that we're going to stop over-regulations in FDA. Right. And I believe you said for every new regulation, they've got to get rid of two. Yeah. So th- this hasn't happened yet officially all the way through. It would be easier for them to do that on something like this, and there'd be, boy, there'd be a lot of happy cigar smokers. What I sure. predict will happen is there'll be a, a short stay of execution, and then the concession will be something like the predicate date of 07. It'll be moved up to August 8, 2016. It'll, people will be cheering because the industry will be <laughs> that'll, saved. That'll yeah. be the big but win. That'll be the big win, but the re- yeah. the rest of the regulations will continue and we'll be miserable for the rest of our lives. Hey, That's if, my prediction. If the Cleveland Browns can win a game, there is hope. Yeah. 
All right, so uh, let's find out what's up in the cigar world right now. It's time for What's What's Up up? in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. This afternoon, just before we went on air, uh, Glenn Case from Crystal Cigars reached out to the Cigar Authority, letting us know that Jared Trudeau, the former Northeast sales rep for the company, has officially been named the Vice President of Sales hey, for Christoph Cigars. saw that coming a good, mile good, away. Good. The uh, International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers Association, a.k.a. IPCPR, announced yesterday that the dates for the 2017 convention and trade show will now be July 10th to the 14th, and that the new venue <clears throat> will be the Las Vegas Convention Center. This is a change from the July 15th to 19th dates, that were originally supposed to take place at the Sands Expo Center in Vegas, which uh, canceled on the IPCPR. Hang on. Very interesting. We had that booked for three years? Three years. Ah. That's good. That's done. Yeah. So Over. possibly a new contract signed with a new venue for three years. We don't know. We have no idea. Because you're no longer on the board and can't divulge information. You weren't supposed to divulge anyways. Correct. <laughs> and now I can because I'm not there. But, yes, we signed. But no information. And wow. major, major fees if we broke a contract um from what i understand it was a smoking issue um because people are smoking past the line of where you're not supposed to smoke any further or something like that who knows what the hell went down not a lot of information you didn't hear anything right or anything of what ended up happening but listen we were told years ago not to go to vegas by vegas they threw us out during the heyday when things Mm. were going good things slowed down they said oh we want you back we want you back so I was like, listen, they did it to us before. They're going to do it to us again. They did it to us again. Things are good again for them. So yep. get out. We're not interested in you. And we were lucky enough. The industry was lucky enough to go down the street and get it a week difference. But uh, we know from talking to some manufacturers already, uh, some have plans of being other places and things like that. And this messes up everything. And you may see some people actually bow out uh, you know, how much space is there, and, and everybody picked their spots where they were based on how the layout was. Well, the, the layout, that layout is a very specific layout. It's sure. not a generic right. layout. The way the, the angle of that wall sure. hits, yeah. the way sure. the traffic comes in. Everything changes. And um, Does that mean all the manufacturers have to pick new spots? I have no idea. I have no idea. You're really a plethora of information. I, well, listen, they don't t- talk to me and tell me anything. Uh, you don't I, have any little birds? I did jump in, though, and I wrote a letter to the uh, board because I have some ideas, and this was unasked for, and I understand it's going to go nowhere. Denied. Because it went went nowhere when I was on the board, but I I got my information in, and I got a response of, oh, I'll bring this forward. It's very interesting, blah, blah, blah. Sounds very expensive, but it's uh, whatever. I'll I'll leave it until uh, if they do it, then I'll say, hey, that was me, and you'll say, yeah, sure, that was you. Great idea, but it wasn't you, but it was me. Well, you guys, I'll, I'll they say won't this. do it. They if you won't. go to the IPCPR website, you used to be able to click trade show floor, and it would take you to a map of how it was being laid out. Sure. That is no longer clickable. Wow. Right. So right. it's all going to change. Yeah. It, and listen, they're probably going crazy right now because that's a major issue that yeah. happens. It's what, you know, the main thing of the whole IPCPR is putting that show together. You like toffee? Yeah. 
Have you ever had coffee toffee? Yes. Have you ever had coffee toffee with walnuts? No. You are now, because that's what we're smoking. This is a walnut-infused coffee toffee. So what do you think? What are you getting out of this? I just told you what I'm getting <laughs> out of it. No, but I mean, you got you got a... You, you know, uh, if if we were doing it for the cigar, cigar journal, you would be rating it of how's the burn, how's um, the taste, how's the the burn uh, is very good, the quality of the wrapper, the yeah. um, sandy, right? I would say the wrapper is kind of sandy. It's not a little sh- toothy. Toothy, toothy yeah. is a good word. A little toothy. There's some veins. You can see the veins. Uh, the combustion line is good. It's aged wrapper, not very aged, but aged. Hmm. Anything, Barry? I always go first. You go, Barry. Got a country of origin. You got uh, any thoughts at all? Well, I'm thinking the guy who was going to come, he was going to be from Brazil. He's probably smoked more Cuban cigars than any of us. You would try to stump us and maybe make him look good. So I'm going to guess that it's a Cohiba. Cuban Cohiba? Yes. Really? Wow. How about you, Chuck? You're not even guessing based on what you're tasting. You're guessing based on playing Dave. Yeah, because I can't taste anything. Mm. Huh. Wow. Just, just playing how I would play. Yes. Interesting. Anybody? So initially, like, the first country of origin that came to my mind was, like, Honduras. Honduran. Yeah. It's um, a little milder than, like, a Nicaraguan, Mm -hmm. at least to my profile. But the size is kind of throwing me off. The fact that you threw out a clue that you do not carry it in this store. I'm not sure if you carry it in other stores. There we go. Interesting. I don't know, Dave. We don't carry it. Barry brought up a good point, though. I mean, if he was going to be here, George or Jorge. Right. We won't know because he's not here. Um, no, maybe it's because Barron's said it, but there is a little hint of what I would consider to be a floral quality yep. that some... How do you know? You can't taste anything. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I can taste a little bit. There is a little hint of floralness like that soap. I typically detect in Cuban tobacco. Ah. So I'm not completely guessing that. I'm, Look at you Because I don't want to... I don't actually want to say. I got one other bad. item of news. Some news came out of Washington yesterday that the FDA extended the deadline to file ingredients from February eighth, two thousand and sixteen, to August eighth. Excuse me, from February eighth, two thousand seventeen, to August eighth, two thousand seventeen. They had they had to because we don't have to file the names yeah. for us. So how they going to put yeah. the ingredients of something? They, they don't have the names on. No surprise there, but they ju- it took them about three weeks to figure that one out, but the, okay. The ingredient requirements remain the same and includes the types of tobacco, variety of tobacco, the curing method, and a description of any DNA technology used to engineer the tobacco. They have obviously never been to a, to a cigar plantation. The DNA, really? Take the well, you got yeah. some of those, pollen from this one and touch it to that one. You got some of the seeds that are crossbred, so maybe that's what they meant. Um, oh, God. And companies what, what do you do with that? What do you do with that information? They can't get the website to work. Right. Do you have to go through the <laughs> same the process DNA. when you have a new tomato? And lastly, companies that generate less than $5 million in revenue and have less than 150 employees will receive an extra six months, which will extend the deadline to February 15th, 2018. And that's yeah, because they up. need the extra time. What? Yeah. The people that have the littlest amount need the littlest that amount of things. Th- Somebody that has hundreds and hundreds of brands. Yeah. Go ahead. you got to do yours right away. What's up? Hold In up. the Cigar World was brought to you by Recluse close it Cigars. Out. The, advertisers. the Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade-A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, 
which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Reclu Cigars is What's Up? And that ding-ding means it's time for the matchup of the week, brought to you by VS. VS stands for Versus, and it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair Cigars. Who would win this hypothetical battle? Once again, Jorge was going to be on the show, so I thought I would put a matchup between two different items, a U.S. item and a Spanish item. The taco versus the grilled cheese sandwich. Oh, man, that's tough. Taco versus the grilled cheese sandwich. I have a qualifying question. (laughs) I have a qualifying question. Yeah, don't go first and ruin it for everybody, but ask your question. (laughs) Do you you get to have tomato soup with either of them? Nope. These are standalone. This is your meal. This is it. Do you have multiple tacos and multiple grilled cheese, or is it just one? Because that Does makes it a matter. Dif- it makes a difference. All right, you can have two, two, oh, but they can't. They have to be the same. Can you eat two of anything and you be can, satisfied? I can have two grilled cheese sandwiches and be satisfied, and I'll have no tacos. So that's where I'm going to be. <laughs> so you got the answer from me. Just for right? the record, I have fed him tacos, and he ate more than two. What do you got, Barry? He doesn't want me to go first. It's easy. It's grilled cheese. Grilled cheese. It's the great American sandwich. There it is. Man, that's tough, kid. Uh, here's the deal. Literally, no word of a lie. Yesterday, made the girls for lunch grilled cheese sandwiches. Can you put tomato in the grilled cheese? She loved. But I'm a taco guy, man. I'm going tacos. Soft. Can you put tomatoes in the grilled cheese? Sure. How do you make a grilled cheese? Uh, bread. Three pieces cheese. of cheese. Bread. Tomato, Some butter cheese. You put tomatoes in a grilled cheese? Can? No. You can. No, you don't, That's... though. <clears throat> okay. You know, you got to go over. If, if there's no tomatoes, it's yes, taco sir. because there's a variety of things you can stuff the taco with. It's a regular taco. No, so you don't even know what <laughs> you're talking about. It's a regular grilled cheese. There's no such thing as a regular you, taco. You can put you roast can pick... beef on a grilled cheese sandwich, but that would make it a grilled cheese That's sandwich. That's not normal. That would make it a, a, a right. roast That's beef sandwich with cheese you on it. You get a taco, you go up to the taco bar, and there's a plethora of things you there's can put no on the taco. There's no taco bar. There is no standard taco. Listen. You you're go... not talking me out of it. I'm going no. taco. You, you're wrong. You go into a restaurant, and there's two things on the menu. Grilled cheese or taco? You're in another country, but do you want the grilled cheese or the taco? They don't even speak English. Grilled cheese or taco, they say to you. And you say what? Taco. Definitely taco. It's still taco. It's taco. Because it's going to come with cheese. You're denying me my tomato soup, which is the ultimate compliment to the grilled cheese. <laughs> you have no winner again. No, so no winner. It's, it's taco. Oh, my God, I would go with the grilled cheese all day long, and I thought you guys would too, but, um, hey, we're going to finish the year up with you guys disagreeing Also, with the right you answer. and Barry obviously should consider tacos as a dish because clearly <laughs> it's a lower-calorie food. Exactly. Dave, the next time you're in Miami, look up Miss Cheesiest. It's a food truck. I will. And they make all these different types of grilled cheese. And the truck is in different spots no, in Miami. No, you go you to can't. their website. No, you have to have it just it with cheese. It tells you where it's going to be, different types of cheese. What there's if I said has, mac and cheese? There's one that has prosciutto and cheese. Did I make the mac and cheese? <laughs> if I made it, there's no other meal that Mr. I would rather have. Mr. Jonathan came to the house for Christmas. Okay. And he brought mac and cheese. Yeah. Homemade from scratch. And Chipotle it was, it, mac and cheese. Awesome. It was outstanding. Oh. It was outstanding. Any leftovers? Well, this is the interesting thing. Yes, there was leftovers because you bought... Two big bowls of it. That a boy. But he left with one. It was untouched? 
Do you ever in your life hear of anybody who brings something to the party and here takes it home with them? Here we go. Ever. Ooh. Hang on a second. Ever. In my defense. Ooh. No defense. There is defense here. Because you Let had. Let me tell you. There was talk. There was talk after you left. Oh, I bet there was. There was. There was talk I after you left. There was. Did there, he really just leave with the. There was. There was I mean, only talk after he left because it would have been talk in front of his face. But nobody knew it till after he left with it. <laughs> And said, did I just see the guy leave that brought the... He didn't leave with the empty bowl. He actually <laughs> took it with him. So was there any left over? No. Let's hear his case. He took it with him. There was, there was so much food at, that, at this place, and they were trying to force food that I didn't want for me to leave with. Yeah. So I said to Mrs. G, his mother, mm-hmm. I'll, you know what? No, thank you. I have this mac and cheese. I'll just take this. And I walked out. <laughs> And that was the end of the conversation. Then I didn't have to take. I gotta tell you, it's Chuck. The, it was the they talk, don't send you. Uh, it was the talk of Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> it was the ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> it, it was. They, she wasn't. Like, mouths were hanging open. It was like, oh, did no. I see this really happen? I go. Uh, Traditionally, Mister Johnson, she wasn't holding a plate that she was going to make for me yeah. that I could have a meal later. Yeah, she had a tin that was six inches deep, mm-hmm. and she was ready to fill it with yeah. food. I would have thrown it away. At least no. with the mac and cheese, I knew I could take it home and it would get eaten. I don't know. Took if this, it all. I don't know. If took this it is all. A, was Italian, there any left over? None. I don't know if to share if this is an Italian tradition or not. But in my family, which is is kind of run on the the Italian side, at the end of a, any kind of Christmas dinner, Thanksgiving, insert meal here, it's divvied up. Absolutely. Amongst all the guests. That's why we make so much. So I everybody yeah. has some. Everybody comes instead home. of just the house that's left over, which wouldn't have been bad either. Yeah, you would you because. Would, my daughter said to him, of everything here, what I like the most of anything I've ever had wow. in her life ever, and would, would go to a deserted island with this dish, and he is, took it. was the mac and cheese. And he took it. After she said that, uh, he says, okay, I'll I, take that. I'm I, taking that home. I left, I left her a very healthy portion of it, put it in a bowl, and put it in the thing, and wrote her name on it, so no one wow. else would take it. That's pretty bad, huh? Shady. If you went Not, to a party and you brought a, a bottle of alcohol with you and <laughs> half the bottle remained, would you take the bottle no, with you? No, that's half a bottle. It's not like it's a okay. full bottle. The full bottle if you I would, brought, it was half the if amount I brought, of food that you brought was left over. If, you if just it's a BYOB it. party is, is the example because this was a bring-your-own-side dish party, hmm. and I didn't bring a side dish. I brought three. I left the Brussels sprouts. <laughs> oh, <laughs> In case good. Dave wanted them. <laughs> yes. And and I and I left the. What By was the left way, the you'll never guess what's still at my house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, the Brussels sprouts. But he did it, and that was not debonair of him. No, it was not. But let's find out what is debonair. If you're enjoying life to its fullest, it's important to be debonair. You don't take what you brought to somebody's party. I disagree. Here's gentleman Chuck Morrison. You need a gentleman. I just got a twofer. <laughs> gentleman. Gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with... Wait for it! Suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, shoes or no shoes? That is the question. It's New Year's Eve, or even better, 
an invitation to a friend or colleague's house for dinner and drinks. Upon arrival, do you keep your shoes on or off when entering the house? The debonair play is observation. That's right, observation. Rather than create a moment of awkwardness by asking if you should remove your shoes, observe if the host and other guests are wearing their shoes. If you're the first to arrive and you see that the host have their shoes off, follow suit and remove your shoes. If you arrive and there are other guests present and you observe that some have their shoes on while others have their shoes off, remove your shoes. The key here, gentlemen, and this is key, please be prepared to take your shoes off. What does this mean? Clean feet. Clean feet, clean socks with no holes, and please make sure your shoes or sneakers don't smell. If they have an odor, put, uh, put, use uh, some Arm & Hammer baking soda or spray some cologne. If the smell is really bad, well, that's a sign that it's time for new shoes. That is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question, every single time, gentlemen, are you debonair enough? And leave the mac and cheese. Not going to happen. I take my shoes off for no one. And <laughs> I never take the food that I brought to a party home with me. Ever. Ever. I would not even think about it. I didn't make it up. This is a true story. <laughs> I couldn't make story. it up because I just can't fathom that that really happened. But it's it so did. awkward. And I didn't say anything to him until the show. No, he did not. Yeah, no, no, this was a surprise. <laughs> That's why your face is matching the redness of your Correct. shirt. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Correct. If you ever come over again oh. with the same group of people that are there, they will say something to you. Bring it on. So be, As you be know, prepared. I can obviously handle the beating. Because they were like shocked. Shocked. Who is this man? He works for you? This is Mr. Jonathan, and that's how he plays. Wow, he took... <clears throat> so what if you brought flowers to somebody's house, and then at the end of the event and stuff, they've all smelled them and seen them, do you take them with you? That's a different thing. This was... There was a... There was a like a third of the portion of um, mac and cheese left, a third of that bowl, and G said she wanted it, so I cleaned it out and put it in another bowl and put it in the fridge with her name on it, and... Obviously, there was some left, so... Because you were going to uh, take that, too? No. The little pot that was left in the other bowl? No, I would have just left the bowl and said, bring the bowl in when you guys are done eating it. But there was, if it was a half a thing, I would have just left the bowl. It's crazy. It's crazy, and I, I didn't, I'm not making the story yeah, you're up. You're not out sure. of bounds here, Dave. It's... Okay. All right. Uh, where are we here? Um, We've got the thoughts of this mystery. All right. I do have... Yes. Yeah, I'd like to update some of my guesswork here. Yeah, I have a secondary guess. Okay. The, oh. The ash is... On the white side. Mine isn't. Mine's black. Mine's black, too. Huh. What about yours? In between-ish. Did you give me a different cigar? Gave everybody the same cigar. You picked out whichever one you want. They were the same. They had the little... Inconsistency, another check mark for Cuban. (laughs) So where are you going, Barry? Well, if it's not Cuban, I'm going to say it's Gran Habano, but I'm I'm, I'm still leaning towards... So you're going a little Honduran as well, like Chuck. Yeah, but... I had no bite at the beginning. Uh, I'm still saying it's Cuban, but if I had a second guess, I would go Grand Habana. I'm still getting a little bit of the... they both have that soapy taste. There's a little mineral quality to it. There's that floral... I, don't, I wouldn't say soapy, but there's a floral quality. Yeah. It, it, is, it is smooth. Yep. Not a whole lot of bite. A little cinnamon. There's no... A little bit. <clears throat> There's no pepper and spice to it, so no. I can rule no out a little cinnamon. Nicaraguan tobacco. 
I think I'm going uh, where Barry was going. I'm going to say Cuban. Chuck, where are I'll, you? I'll stay with the Honduran, Dave. Stay with the Honduran. We're going to keep going. All we're right. going to keep going. And uh, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we got the offer of the day, a peek into the asylum, a classic three-way, letters in the mailbag, and the reveal of this cigar. Stick around, everybody. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from The Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donut. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. In 1848... In honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. 
Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected, one I never saw before, something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift, a gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple fermented five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. This is Rob Weiss from BG Meyer Cigars, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority. And we are back from the Lafleur Dominicana Cigar Studios today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We got letters and the same story in the asylum. Guess whose birthday it is? Welcome back to the Cigar Authority. No mac and cheese for anybody, but we do have cigars. We have fudge. We have champagne. And uh, last show of 2016. And, uh, and what a year it's been! What a year it's been! Glad it's over. Yep. And um, let's go right to the uh, Don Raphael offer of the day. It's time for the matchup of the week. Whoop, that's the matchup of the week. We've got Don Raphael. It's time for the Don Raphael offer of the day brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? Today's offer is $5,000. I'm in. Would you leave the mac and cheese? At the party. No, not even for 5000 because they'll talk about me after and think worse of me, if it's possible. It's not possible, so go. I'm fine. It is eat a bowl of toenail clippings. Oh. A, a Yours or someone else's? Yeah, a that's cup is 8 ounces. A bowl is 12 ounces. So this would be a bowl of 12 ounces of toenail clippings. They're not yours. Is it in a bisque format? It is not. It is a bowl of all clippings that's been saved for a while, obviously. Where did you come up with 5000 And what would make you think someone would pop at 5000 So that's a no? Because when you... Is that a no? When you place the number, you've got to think about possibly getting Correct. someone to jump. Correct. Who do you think is going to jump for five grand? Chuck Morrison, what do you say? Negative. No. No. No way in hell. It's dead. Now, if it was my own toenail clippings, maybe. Maybe. Do you have any idea what is going to happen to your insides? Because you have to eat them. You just rally it. I mean, you boot it. You just throw it up. You can't throw it up. You have to eat it. Well, you have to eat it, right? I mean, you purge. You can purge. You can purge. No way. 
Your own? No. So the price was off? Yeah, that's like yeah. a $100,000 challenge right there, not $5,000. Your price is way low. Not enough. No, not Really? I'll eat a scorpion it. for 20 bucks, but no. $100,000, $100, I would consider it and then turn it down. 200000 Wow, so $200,000, $200, I would do it. 100000 I would do it. Would you eat a toenail clipping for 100 bucks? My, My own? own? Does it matter? <laughs> it matters. <laughs> it matters a lot. My own filth versus someone no, else's Somebody filth. else's. Absolutely no, not. No. No. I wouldn't eat someone else's toenail clipping for 5000 One toenail clipping. No. No. For, for 500 bucks. No. The amount of fungal problems that you're going to have. Do you have. get to choose who it's from? No, you don't know. It's a, it's a clean toenail clipping. Here it oh, is. Oh, hang on. That's an interesting play right there. <laughs> that's an interesting play. Because I, I would go for a professional foot model that has to take care of their toes. One toenail clipping. No. No. For five hundred dollars, I wouldn't do the one clip. One I would, nail. Would I wouldn't do it for five grand. Yeah, no. Five grand, one toenail. No, really. No. I might do you it for a, five grand. You ate a scorpion. You wouldn't eat a. It wasn't on toenail. someone's foot. That's true, man. That's pretty. Uh... How about a fingernail? No way. Because then you probably have some sort of nasal cavity Ugh. activity going yeah. on. You've eaten them, right? In some prepared food or something. <laughs> You've had a toenail. No. Are you sure? I, wow, I, I'm surprised. A toenail? <laughs> Do you have any idea what would have to happen to someone's foot to get a toenail in your food? A fingernail? Uh, you, maybe you could argue you've eaten a fingernail at some point in your life, but it's a complete accident and it was cooked. <coughs> no way. That was a terrible one. Well, I'm surprised. Anyway, this uh, Don Raphael offer today was brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. 5000 for a bowl of toenail clippings. Not happening here. No. How about for a bowl of mac and cheese? Can't get that. Certainly can't get it. You want to give me five grand, I'll make you a bowl of mac and cheese. It'll blow your mind. There we go. I, I, I was brought, oh, I brought you some mac and cheese. Thank you. I'm taking it with me. Take all your Christmas presents, too. <laughs> They were just there for, for, the, for the liking. Up and coming shows. Next week, the Cigar of the Year announcements will happen. We're going to smoke. Ten days. Not next week. Ten days. Well, it's Ten next days. week if you're listening on uh, the day you should be, which is Saturday. That's right. Um, yeah, so no, anyone that's watching on Facebook Live right now, both stop. Is. Both of And then come back on Saturday. We've got a YouTube audience watching live as well. <coughs> there we go. Um, Hopefully I'll be healthy in 2017. Really? 2014, uh, 2014, January 14th, State is back to Saturday show live. Chuck Morrison, where are you going to be on January 14th? I should be here, buddy. I mean, the Patriots have, uh, they're in the playoffs, but they're all home games. There's a chance, though, they could be the Saturday game. Oh, yeah. Especially since they have the bye week, they'll probably be put on Saturday. Well, they're the top seed. Meaning? How can you consider yourself someone worthy of their word <laughs> since you know so much about football but and are I've allegedly, watched it for 40 years of my life? allegedly boycotting this season? Do you understand what a boycott is? Yeah, but I'm still knowledgeable enough of the sport to know after the bye week there's games on Saturday and Sunday. To answer your question, you know for a fact that you've done the research on the Patriots and that you're watching them. No, because it hasn't been decided yet. It's not decided until after Wild Card Weekend. Okay, Ben. What's the matter with you? Mac and cheese. That's what I'm going to call you. <laughs> mac and cheese. That's your new name, Mac and cheese. Hey, is Mac and cheese coming? 
Yes, yeah. he is coming. Well, the Patriots are the top seed, meaning that they're the primetime team, so they I'm, should play in primetime. So which I'm going to say Saturday, the 8 p.m. game. Or the Sunday 8 p.m. game. Mm-hmm. Which you will not be. We don't for. know. But the Saturday, if they play on Saturday, it would not be. But that would okay. be the 14th. And then after that, they win, and then they go on to uh, the following week, which is January 21st. Home game. Unless okay. they lose this weekend and then, then Oakland be. wins. Right. Then they wouldn't be the top seed. Oh, so your 40 years of watching football lets you know who's paired up against whom? No, it's called educated enough to read and know what's going on. I don't think we're going to know anything, Dave, to answer your question until after this weekend. So, but they can lose a game and still be in? Yes. Oh, yeah. oh I thought Yeah, this, this weekend doesn't start the playoffs. Oh. This is the last right. week of the regular season. Because I know season. nothing. Yeah. I'm just looking to I wonder when, tomorrow. You come, when you come tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. All right. And uh, that's it. We're planning all the uh, different shows. So uh, some of the manufacturers that are listening, if you're going to be in town... Let me know the dates and stuff, and let me schedule you in if you can uh, come on to the show. Uh, we're going to try to fill up 2017 with uh, lots of guests and and uh, no mac and cheese, but uh, lots of guests. So uh, I'll we'll be f- here. Hey, you well, we, I think we might have mentioned it earlier, but this Wednesday I'll be filling in on the ash holes for Derek. Yes. Yeah, where man. we will be smoking the Illusion 88. Okay. We didn't really talk about the ash holes. The ash holes. Good show this week, number seven. This was this was the best show that they've had. They uh, they did a cigar of the year. Don't say what it is. I won't. So the people will go on to the the ash hole show number seven, and they've only had seven shows, but they actually picked the cigar of the year. Yeah. Uh, they believe they picked the cigar of the year for cigar aficionado because their first show. That's what they smoked. They were very it. proud of that. They yeah. nailed it. Very proud of they that. They nailed it. I'll yeah. say this. They, that, uh, they came into this show, Derek and Oliver came in prepared. I mean, there was no dead time. They, they had plenty of material, and I hope that continues because it was, it was a joy to listen to. Yeah. It was a joy. Ashholes.net. Yeah. I'll tell you, we weren't, we weren't half that good at right. seven shows oh, in. I know that. I know that. I'll we were still this. trying to figure out who hated who. Wednesday has a chance of being controversial. Yeah. You're going to bring it up? I'm going to bring, bring it, it up. Bring it up a notch, start yep. some trouble? Hey, I think that show was made for me to be on it as a guest. Yeah? Uh-oh. Think about it. Since 2008, I've been blogging. How many manufacturers have I pissed off since 2008? I'm going to go with all of them. All right. And how many <laughs> manufacturers have they pissed off since they've been on the air? Yeah, you got a couple. At least them. three. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to make it four. Oh. Oh, I like it. Yeah. All right, we'll see what ends up happening. All right, um, let's uh, now take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, And it's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars Take No Prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's right, that's Asylum. First came the blow-up doll. Then Barry's personal favorite his favorite inflatable sexual partner, that is, the blow-up sheep. And in the not-too-distant future, we can expect to see sex robots. As erotic technology improves, they will have pulses, lifelike warm skin, and will mimic human dimensions and personality traits, which, of course, begs the question, will it ever be possible to marry a robot? 
That may sound like a ridiculous question, but academics are giving serious thought to the matter of robot rights, using the argument that a person with a bionic limb is still a person, as is a person with two to four bionic limbs. As we discussed in last week's Asylum, the first human head transplant is scheduled to happen in 2017, but what happens when a robot brain gets inserted into a person's head or a person's head onto a robot body? All of these questions will most likely be up for debate by the Supreme Court as early as 2050. Falling in love with a dreamer is one thing, but falling in love with a robot you charge to your visa and are still making payments on, that's insane. That's a sign. Take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, haha. Just for the record, my personal favorite is a fleshlight. Oh, God. Would you have sex with a sex robot? Never. Very, your very own. It's given to you as a gift. Never. 5,000. No. 10,000. No. Never. No amount. Does your wife know you took the mac and cheese? <laughs> she was away. Does she know you took it? Now it's just you, stuck. Because I, you, this you is going to be two weeks. You had weeks. it for dinner when she came home, right? You this say, is, oh, look, I made mac and cheese, this right? This is going to be two weeks of oh, just I'm the open. torture. Here we go. <laughs> Did you? With your host. Did you have uh, the mac and cheese for dinner? Of course when I came? ate the mac and cheese. Did you have it for dinner with your wife and daughter when she came home? Are you asking if I shared it with my wife and yeah. daughter? Uh, they did en- eventually end up with some of my leftover mac. What kind Do of they know the story behind it? No. They Are they listening to the show? No, they're not. They will find out about this. They will find out. I'm not telling them. What they kind will, of cheese do you out. use? I'm very interested by this. For this one, I used... Uh, he borrows the cheese, <clears throat> too. It's just borrowed. <laughs> I used a very, very sharp cheddar. I used smoked Gouda yeah. and then Havarti to add mm. a little creaminess to it. And the two secret ingredients, I'll tell you, they're not that secret, is Worcestershire sauce mm. and mustard powder, mustard flour. Those are the two things that brighten up the cheese sauce so it doesn't, awesome. just, it doesn't taste good. For bland. some reason, it has a bitter taste in my mouth. I don't know why. And I, I, added, I added some chipotles to this one to sp- smoke it up and spice it up a little bit. It was, it was dynamite. Barry thinks he has a, uh, a certain, he, he knows what the cigar I, is. I'm he's, going he's, all in. He, he's going to go an all-in guess. I'm ready to go all-in, too. I'm going to go after him. All right, go ahead. Jay Fuego. Jay Fuego is what he says. Jay Fuego. Because it has a Brazilian wrapper. <clears throat> is that, that's a Honduran cigar. Yep. Jay Fuego. With a Brazilian wrapper. Brazilian wrapper. From and all uh, Corojo, if I'm not mistaken. So it's a Brazilian Corojo. On that one. It might be. Which this looks like it could be Corojo. Yeah. Um, Reddish brown hue. Which hue. I'm going to say like this, this wrapper was grown in the El Corojo Valley of Cuba. And that we are smoking the Cuban Trinidad. Cuban Trinidad. Jay Fuego. I was going to say Jesus Fuego or Davidoff. Davidoff. Dominican. Which would be, well, Camacho because he's guessing. Well, Honduran. Camacho. Yeah, yeah. But. And they say always go with your first guess, but I'm still switching and going all in with Jay Foy. Are you really? Yeah. I'll back you on that, Barry. All right. Right now, it's going to be this classic day in classic <laughs> history brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of... 
epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow, it's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day, tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history, is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's Undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Last week, last week was a tie. No, I won. Barry got it. Barry yeah, got it. Okay, so Barry goes first today, December thirty-first. Yep. It's uh, New Year's Eve, and it's the birth date of Donald Trump Jr. Business executive, vice president of his father's Trump organization, who is famous as the first child of billionaire and president-elect Donald Trump. Born today, Donald Trump Jr. What year? 1978. 78. Chuck. I'm worried about my guests now here. 1986. 86. I'm going with 1976. 76. For the point, it's 77. Wow. Mr. Jonathan, early lead. Doesn't mean anything. No. I take, can still screw that up. Take it home with you. And this goes to... <laughs> what? Chucky. It goes to Chuck. Uh, Anthony Hopkins. Mm, Hannibal. Movie actor. Welch actor best known for his portrait as the serial killer Hannibal Lecter in his role in the Academy Award winning actor. He also played the role of Mask of Zorro, Nixon, and Thor. Uh, Westworld on uh, HBO. And he was knighted as, uh, uh, by Queen Elizabeth, so call him Sir, goddammit. Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> born today, what year? Dave, he was born in 1942. 42. 36. 36. 33. 33. Mr. Jonathan, another point. Whoa. He said 36, 37. I'm off by one both times, both boys. Times. It's because he memorized them. He doesn't want to go dead on, so he goes off by That's one. That's it. That's a good strategy. Mr. Jonathan, John Denver. Folk singer, Rocky songwriter, acoustic player. Thank God I'm a country boy. Who released Rocky Mountain High, Take Me Home, Country Road, and Annie Song. He died in 1997, but he was born today. What year? 1929. 29. I'm doing the math. I had the numbers written down. So it is 46. 46. 1950. 50. Mr. Jonathan says... What year did you say, Jonathan? 29. 29. It was 43, but it was 46.50, which is both over. You scooted by another one. We have three to zero to zero. And get- for the record, I said that before I heard either of the two of yours. That's true. We don't we don't question you for cheating. It's the other Because I don't cheat. Just Notice I don't have to flip my phone over. I don't have a laptop. There's no one helping me. Everyone's rooting against me right Everyone. now. Everyone. Everyone. How many questions we got left? We have three. Oh, good. All right. Here we go. (laughs) Even he's rooting against me because if Barry was in the lead, this would be the last question. (laughs) And a hankering for some mac and cheese. (laughs) Today is... He's so bitter. Donna Summer's birthday. Pop singer, multiple Grammy Award winner, singer, songwriter, disco queen who released Bad Girls. Love to Love You Baby. Died in 2012. 
Born today, what year? All right. 49. 40 died. 42. 42. 1930. 30. 42 will take it. Chuck Morrison, it's 48. All right. Just one away, Barry. Off by one. Off by one. Chuck's got one. Barry's got none. Mr. Jonathan has three. Two questions to go. Going to Chuck Morrison. Ready. Val Kilmer. Movie actor. people. Actor who portrayed Batman in the 1995 film Batman Forever and played Jim Morrison in the 1991 film The Doors. Also played memorable roles in the films Heat, Top Gun, Tombstone, and Willow. Born today, Val Kilmer. 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 What year? He was born in 1950. 50. 55. 55. 62. 62. Mr. Jonathan says... 55, it's 59, another point for you. Wow. Mr. Jonathan running away, 4 to 1 to 0. Barry, one question left. <sighs> you don't want the shutout, Barry. You I don't am, want it. I am the champion you know, of 2016. Yeah, but I want it more than anybody, so I'm going to be debonair and let somebody else win. Today is the birthday <laughs> of... It's the only one that matters. This is the only one that matters. There's no cumulative number tracking who won the most. It's only who is the winner. Joe McIntyre, pop singer, songwriter, who was a member of the New Kids on the Block and also persuaded a solo career, releasing albums like Stay the Same. Born today, Joey McIntyre. What year? Is it me? Yes, it is. It's 1972. 72. 64. 64. 76. 76. Somebody's got two points. Mr. Jonathan. Damn right. That was the gay one, right? I am uh, basically the shaft of this game. Six to one to nothing. You killed it. You killed it. You should choke on the mac and cheese, but you killed it. Mac and cheese is long gone. Long gone. (laughs) There we go. Um, I do have a mailbag to read. You do. I want to go to the final uh, save the meal bag for next week. No, no, this one needs to be read this week. All right, go ahead. All right. It was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Happy New Year, guys. I heard Dave Burke on your podcast last week. Yes. And have since started listening to The Cigar Jukebox. The music Dave G chose for his interview was great and fit the cigar perfectly. Mr. Jonathan proved... Why he is a great DJ by choosing some of the oh, coolest God. songs this is why he wanted to I have yep, ever now heard. We know why. Now we know. 2016 became the year of the cigar for me due to the Cigar Authority team, Big Jim and Seabrook, the Ash Holes, and now the Cigar Jukebox. Thanks so much for all you do and the cigar joy you bring into our lives Signed, each J. and every week. Signed, Glenn, who we've met. He's the blind gentleman that we met in ah. Seabrook. Okay. Nice man. Nice man. Nice words. Just had to get that in. Yeah. Wanted so. to get it in before it was <laughs> yeah, not C- New Year. Jukebox. You listen to that at all? No. You, no? Been on it, but never listened really? to it. Really? Got to listen to it. It's oh, pretty it's good. interesting. Pick up some good good. Pretty good interesting. Tunes. Okay, this is your last chance. I want to know your final decision before I give you the answers of uh, what the cigar is. Well, Harry, go ahead. I'm going to say Jay Fuego. Jay Fuego. Make it two. You're going with Jay Fuego? Yeah. Jay Fuego. This could be a different one, and I'm going out on a limb only because Barry was, was so sure uh, of his guess that he wrote it down halfway through the cigar. So I'm going to just stick with what I guessed, Trinidad. Trinidad. And uh, incidentally, I've smoked the cigar about five times because I was uh, Whatever. handed cigars Whatever. at the trade show. I can't freaking believe it. He's on a roll today. 
Wow. Ah, my initial guess. Should have stayed with it. It is Boom. the Trinidad. The Cuban champion of 2016 Trinidad. in every way, including mac and cheese. Here they are, the bands, the boxes. He did not know. I hate him, but <laughs> <laughs> he got it. Impressive. You're good, you. Impressive. <sighs> You're good. You're going out with a bang. In maybe, fairness, maybe in the, in fairness, fairness in fairness, Barry did get me going down the right road. I wouldn't have thought to go down that road, but that's the okay. direction that he went. All right. <clears throat> I promise you, everybody, it'll get better next week. <laughs> and by better, he means I'll lose more. Yes. Uh, we will be back on our regular Saturday schedule time, noon Eastern, uh, for the Cigar Authority, where we will release the true Cigar of the Year do you think you know what it is? You might be surprised because I was. And I know what it is. We'll find out next week. Until then, Happy New Year, everybody. Thanks for listening once again. Another great year on the Cigar Authority. And we'll see you next year. Hey, and when you're a winner and you're smoking a cigar, any cigar, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. And leave the mac and cheese. tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices.